Welcome to the most unfiltered, unbiased podcast in the Bulls Nation. Welcome to the Bulls Guys Podcast. I'm your host, K-Dub, and this is my co-host, Mr. Kataka from Chicago, Illinois. What's up, Bulls fans? <laughs> Zach Levine, this baby want to shed a tear tonight, man. <laughs> Every single time, it came down to... Hit, shot, he just hit it, and I just looked at him like a little kid that just was learning to learn how to ride his tricycle. It was beautiful. Both yeah, fans. Exactly. He showed up tonight. Zach showed up. When you guys come back, we're going to break down this beautiful game right after this. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard on YouTube. Get all your latest news, debates, rants right here on the Bulls Guys Podcast. The Bulls Guys Podcast can now be heard and followed on all social media platforms. Follow us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, and Spotify. All right, we're back. So, Kataka, yep. it was beautiful, man. But the only thing I didn't like, I'm not going to keep it real, is the blown lead. But the Bulls found the way to pull it out thanks to Zach Levine's big 41-point night. 117 to 115, the Chicago Bulls improved to 29-34 and Detroit their 48th loss of the season. Uh, what is your thoughts on this, on this game tonight? Hey, you forgot to thank one more other person by the name of Ivy. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, I, I wish they would have did that in that Cleveland game, in that series in Cleveland. I will play against Cleveland. Right. When Dave LeBlanc called the timeout. Right. Well, man, I was I was cheering for days, man, when he did that. That, that basically gave us the game. Yeah, yeah, man. I agree with you, man. Uh, Zach did his thing tonight. He stepped up. You know what I'm saying, and um, you know, let's let's address the uh, the blown lead. I, I don't know. It's like when that second unit. I guess they weren't clicking today. Usually, the second unit was on point. I think Alex Caruso and uh, Vooch wasn't clicking. They 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 made a lot of turnovers um, as far as that one to one to two punch goes. As far as those two, I don't know what's going on with Vooch, man. He's been in the league a long time. I don't know why this guy can't just catch a simple pass in the paint. Yeah, for a big man, he got horrible, horrible hands. I mean, his hands are soft. Right. I mean, because it's been some passes that I don't see. I mean, they weren't like bullet pass. It was just clear cut chest pass. And this dude just bumbling the ball. And then, I don't know, man. I mean, he's, what, 32, 33? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been in the league for a while. So, he, yeah, that's that's not good. But there was also some blown rotations. You've seen Patrick Beverly talking to him about that blown rotation mm-hmm. on the defensive end. That he yep. missed. Um, let's let's check out the scoreboard. Uh, Demar Derozan had 21 tonight, seven rebounds, seven assists for a quiet 21 for him. But I felt like this was a good game for him. He he did a lot of things in this game. He he sat back. He let the game come to him. He didn't force anything. Um, he got fouled when he when he wanted to and and got the hand one. Mm-hmm. And then you had a. Uh, Vucevic had to add a 12. Uh, I think that was a bad, bad game for him tonight. Beverly with, a, with five points. 
Uh, ten assists for Patrick Beverly. Dabs, yeah, he was dishing them dabs, dabs in defense. Mm-hmm. And that block that he got on Wiseman was a clear ass block. Man, I mean that was a clean ass block. And then uh, for Detroit, you had Marvin Bagley with eight points. The team high for Detroit was Bogdanovich with 34 points. Sniper. Uh, eight for 12 from three-point and 11 for 21 from the field. Then uh, Ivy um, added 18 points. Uh, he won't be no he- looked at as no hero in the locker room after what you just pointed out. But... Uh, the Bulls roll, man. They dropped one in Toronto, which I, I felt was a, was a travesty. Um, but they 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 fought in that game in Toronto. You know, it's, it's not like they just went in there and um, they 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 cost themselves the game. I think the coaching was bad. I think um, Billy Donovan substitutions was bad. Not having Drummond in the game at the end, we were unable to rebound the ball mm-hmm. against Toronto in that game. But the Bulls come back and win this game, but. Kataka, the whole time that we were, were winning this game and, and we were doing our thing in this game, I'm saying to myself, okay, this is just another bad team. We beat the Nets. Mm-hmm. Then we beat um, we beat after that the, the Nets, and then we beat somebody else. Let's see. I forgot, man. Excuse me, Chicago Bulls fans, but I forgot who we played in the second game. But all of the teams that we beat, they were they were below 500 teams, bad teams that we expected to beat. We beat the Nets. The Wizards. The Wizards, the it Wizards. was. Yep. Now, the Wizards is in the playoff push. You know what I mean? So, I guess you could consider them a good team. But I want to see us beat a top echelon team playing defense and, 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 and how we're doing right now. But we've been doing it all year before we got Beverly. But... During this stretch right now, we need to win the games that we're supposed to win, and we need to beat good teams. I mean, we can't afford to drop any game. I don't want to sound like I'm greedy, mm-hmm. but at this point of the season, Kotaka, with limited amount of games, we can't afford to drop a lot of games, especially we when can't. we got them in the back. We can't. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule. We play the Suns next. I know mm-hmm. you say we can beat the Suns. I think we can. Uh, KD, shout out to KD. He did his thing on this debut. Well, KD um, is back. Uh, listen, that might be a battle. I told you that if he's back, it's going to be a battle. He did make his return tonight. I see he had 14 points in the first half or something against. Uh, yep. We like played tonight, night. Charlotte. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that yeah, Charlotte. They they going down anyway because ball is, is out. So um, then we got the Pacers. We owe them. They beat Charlotte 105-91. Damn, I'm surprised it was just 105-91. It should have beaten them by 50. Kevin Durant <laughs> had 23 points. And Devin Booker had 37 in that game. Wow. And, Chris uh, Paul probably got about 20 dimes. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. they got 26 from Oubre, Kelly Oubre. Man, Oubre is a nice player, man. I would love to have him on the Bulls, man. He hustles. Yeah, he plays on both ends, man. I, I like him, too. Mm-hmm. But I think he be trying to go for the money, too. I don't think he be trying to want to win, you know, go to a team to win. He, he a money chaser which is sad because he got some talent. He got some skill. Yeah, but back to the Bulls blowing these leads, man. Um, I don't I don't understand it, why they just stopped playing after a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, the largest lead they had in this game was 21. The largest lead Detroit had was three. But the Bulls are blowing a 21-point lead to make this game competitive. And it's like, man, it's like a, a, a repetitive cycle. They do this every single game. And 
playing in the playoffs, this is not something that you could be doing. This is a bad habit that they're going to have to break. Yeah, because, I mean, they obviously shown that, hey, man, we're playing against a, a team. We can definitely take them out of their game early, you know what I mean, and, and go up big. And you're right, sustaining leads is, is, is not good. And, um, man, I mean, both our, both start, the starting and the bench, man, I mean, they're capable of keeping these. It's just off the bench, you're going to step up. And, you know, when I was watching this game, seeing Kobe White, Pat, and Ayo do that thing, man. And I'm like, yo, I think Patrick Beverly gonna get these young guys to their true potential. Mm-hmm. To their true potential, man. I could just see Kobe White flourishing already and, you know, being tutored and mentored by Patrick Beverly, having Patrick Beverly in his ear. Because I already think Kobe got the dog in him already. Yeah. The way he performed at UNC, breaking Michael Jordan's point record and all of that. So he has the dog in him coming into the league. He had that dog in him. But it's just he hasn't been consistent the past two years. Um, I don't know why, you know. Um, yeah. But I think it, most of it was he not him him not playing smart and forcing a lot of things at mm-hmm. the wrong times. Um, now he's starting to mature, coming to his own, you know, um, making the right plays. He's talking to teammates. Teammates are not just talking to him. Right. On what to do on the floor. So that's what I mean about the maturity level that he's gained. So now the question is, okay, in the offseason, since he's going to be a, I don't know if he's unrestricted, I think he'll be an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. Do you do you bring him back? Do you keep Io? I don't know I if pre- they're going to be able to use two of them, because both of them are pretty much similar players in a sense, except one play more deep. Nah, I need Kobe back. Kobe's a sniper. Ayo is a utility man. They're, they're two different players in my book. They yeah. play both the same position, but they play totally different games. See, what Io... Io is not a, just a bucket, and he's not just a guy that you're going to go out there and just shoot. He's going to make a lot of different plays that make sense. Mm-hmm. Kobe's going to go out there and shoot you to death, and occasionally he's going to make some good passes. But okay. he's mainly a scorer. So so the question is, would, would Kobe want to look for a bigger role, or he going to be, you know, plus the money, or he just going to be like, all right, let me go see what I'm worth out there, you know, and get a bigger role, get, get the money, and play with a good team. You know, well, it's all, about, it's all about what teams offer him, though. You know? Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure a lot of teams are going to come after him, you know, knowing you know his capability, you know he can shoot. So mm-hmm. everybody needs a shooter. You know, that's far play. So. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Bulls fans, we're going to talk about Lonzo Ball being shut down for the season. Right after this. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard and followed on all social media platforms. Follow us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, and Spotify. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard on YouTube. Get all your latest news, debates, rants, right here on the Bulls Guys Podcast. Back on the Bulls Guys Podcast. So, Pataka. Yeah. I read a report today that states Lonzo Ball has nerve damage in his knee and it's going to mean career-threatening 
surgery or it's a career threatening illness to his knee. Um, meaning he he's not coming back, basically. Um, this is something that I wouldn't say I, I didn't expect. I kind of did, but I kind of didn't as well. I thought that he would be out for a long period of time, like missing this season and part of next season, worst case scenario. But to lose him, just period, not coming back, his career is over. That's kind of a harder blow than I really, really, really expect. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect – I didn't expect that either. Um, I mean, like you said, I expect him to be out. I actually thought he was going to come back sometime this season. But, man, as we, you know, start progressing in the season, I was just like – all I thought, thought it was Brandon Roy. You know what I'm saying? This guy's still young, mm-hmm. you know. But if he's not going to play, you know, his career is in jeopardy. I mean, what's that's going to put us with the Bulls? I mean, the Bulls are going to have to – they're gonna have to probably what void his contract. They're gonna have to catch a break. What they got of the injured player rule? Yeah, because he, yeah, so. he got it. Yeah, they got they got a rule that he yeah, they can get a they can basically sign sign a player, you know, and, and it probably won't count. I don't know if it counts towards their cap or anything like that, because it's like a like a freebie in a sense. Um, but I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, they're gonna have to address the point guard and they just gonna have to Chalk that up as a loss, man. I'm gonna tell you what it's 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 devastating because when you consider um, the kind of potential that he would have had in his career had he been able to, and listen, we still don't know. This is all speculation. I'm mm-hmm. just saying if he does not come back, and his career is in fact over, man, what a waste of a good career and um, what a waste of good talent, man. Because that guy. I think he could have been even better than he was um, playing for the Bulls had he continued to play. Um, right. Played for the Lakers, started out with them. I don't think he met his full potential playing under LeBron. Then he went to um, he went to Oklahoma City, no New Orleans, New Orleans, and flourished a little bit. Had injuries, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he came to Chicago, and you know, it was, was a good season. Yeah, it was a primary contributor to the Bulls being number one in the East. So. You know, it's 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 a bad story, man. Um, but could like you I said, imagine, could you imagine though with him and Patrick Beverly on the same squad, not necessarily playing on the same court, like at the same time, but just Lonzo starting, then Patrick Beverly, you know, finishing up, you know, right after him. I mean, that'll definitely you're talking about moving up, and I think we would definitely, definitely be in the top three. Yeah, we would have been in the top three, man. Listen, and matter of fact, I'll take it a step further. That probably would have been the best defensive backcourt in the East, if not in the whole league, because nobody really plays defense anymore. Right. So, I mean, give me a tandem that would have been better than those two. Like I said, just a just couple seconds ago, nobody in the league plays defense anymore. Those probably the two best defenders in the NBA, let right. alone the Bulls. Right. So, yeah, man, Um. I'm hoping he comes back and he's able to return. I think he should go see a specialist, man, and see somebody that, like, would, you know, heal his knee in a special kind of way. But he's definitely going to have to get surgery. I know they've been trying to hold off on that. I don't think he's a big fan of getting surgery. Um, I wouldn't be be a fan of it either, but this shit about me getting paid and, you know what I'm saying, filling up my pockets, I'm I'm about to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it ain't about what you want. It's all about what you need. 
Yeah, man. Kotaka. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, on that note, I don't just want to change the subject on a topic like this, so we're going to take a break and come right back. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the game, and we're going to talk about the Bulls' schedule moving forward right after this. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard and followed on all social media platforms. Follow us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, and Spotify. Back on the Bulls Guys podcast. So, Kataka, the Bulls get another one. Three out of the last four, the Bulls are three and one with Patrick Beverly. I think, based on that, I think we can say it's kind of been a success having him here. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the motivational factor, not just the wins. Um, the, the way the team is playing, everybody's demeanor. Um, I mean, people, the guys are playing like they really want to play basketball now. They wasn't doing that before. So just off of that, I think it's a success. Yeah, I think so too. Cause I mean, when you get it, when you get it, anytime you get a new person coming into the midst, a veteran, you know, that sort of takes you out of that mode and not have Alonzo around, but you have somebody who, who's an older version of Alonzo might not necessarily have to put up, you know, a, a, you know, uh, efficient three pointer, but somebody who's like a floor general. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gonna you gonna you gonna get back and you gonna get back into the swing of things and and finish out the season strong. So yeah, man, he's a, it's a great addition. I'm glad we didn't get Westbrook because as you can see, the Clippers are zero three with Westbrook. So <laughs> hey, we we dodged the bullet. Right. I mean, I listen. I I was kind of the, like leaning towards him being a good fit because he attacks the rim and. But man, um, listen. If you go to every team and the team start doing bad because of you, it, it got to be you, man. It can't be everybody else. It got to be. Um, it got to be. But man, speaking of Westbrook, twenty-seven assists for the Bulls tonight. Nine mm-hmm. steals, four blocks. This team is playing defense, Kataka. Then listen, this ain't the same Bulls team we was watching at the beginning of the season. No, not at all. I think they're number one in defensive defensive ranking since uh, what January fifteenth. I saw. I think they said since the All Star break. Yep. Or, or a little before the All Star break, I think. Yep. I have exactly. to check on that, but man, um, the reason why I think they they've been losing, if I, if I'm giving my personal take, because if you're gonna tell me, okay, they're able to do this defensively, they're able to out rebound teams. Or tie team. They had 40 rebounds tonight. You know, so they're forcing turnovers. They forced 17 Detroit turnovers tonight. They're passing the ball. They're getting fast break points. They're getting 40 points in the paint. 40 points in the paint tonight. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Three and one in the last four games. I think the primary focus needs to be on how do we maintain what we did, what we've been doing for the first three quarters. How do we right. keep that channel focused? How do we keep grounded? And my simple answer to that is, what's your goal? How good do you want to be? Well, how far do you want to go? Because if exactly. you just want to win a couple games, then, I mean, you are you are where you are. But if you want to go further, get to the playoffs, knock somebody out the playoffs, and see how far you can go, that's the type of stuff I'm talking about, and that's going to take work. Night after night after night after night, Kataka. 
I think I think my mindset should be if I was them is to not only get in the playoffs, but win win a win a series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Prove to everybody that hey, you know the Bulls ain't the joke of the damn league. You know what I'm saying? We're not we're not you know fixated on you know our struggles and you know we're not being characterized as a soft team. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's that's that would be my goal. I know Billy probably tell him, hey, you know, you know, we're not tanking. Because I think I saw something he said, hey, tanking is not an option. We're not tanking. But I'm sure he probably telling these guys, that, hey, the playoffs is doable. I know probably some of them thinking, hey, you know, let's, let's at least get to the play-in, which I don't think that's a good goal to be thinking. But they're thinking about maybe taking one day, one game at a time mm. to get into the playoffs. That would be my thinking. You got to win every game, man. You got to come out with some hunger. Um, and listen, man, uh, tonight, that's why I don't like what I saw because it's like at the end of the day, you're supposed to be going after a playoff push. Yeah. Suppose you could you could have almost lost this game tonight. You just lost to Toronto. Mm-hmm. You can't – you got to be careful, man. You can't be dropping too many games right now. There's only 20 left or under 20 right now. Yeah, and I think when uh, when Detroit was making that run, man, I can just see their their demeanor, man. It's like, okay, here we go again. But see, I noticed that for some so reason, so the Bulls they, got eight. They got eighteen games left. Yeah, it's like, man, you you don't you can't afford to lose. For, you gotta go hard, bro, for every single quarter, especially against the shitty teams. I mean, please do not lose any shitty to any shitty teams for the rest of the season. Yes, man. Like, you, you got to win chance. these games, man. Listen, you got to win these games, you know. And, I listen, I don't even care if we're playing against Phoenix. You're going to have to go against them like they're another team, bro. Yeah, yeah. Step Durant just up. got there. They probably just still trying to figure out how, how they're going to fit them in. This is the perfect time to punch them in the mouth. Perfect time right. to catch them slipping and pissing on themselves. Right, but I am curious to see how their lineup is going to be with Durant. When they got going against Durant, I mean, we we just mm-hmm. lost to Toronto with small ball. I mean, yeah, Phoenix is, is tall and lean too. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't know what Billy Donovan is going going to do, but I'm curious to see what. It, I mean, we still got a roster spot open. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But we need to we need to utilize our bigs. Yeah, um, Derek Jones Jr. Um, and uh, Andre Drummond, you know, and Vooch. I think when you're playing against certain teams, certain nights, those three guys got to be in there. They have to be in there. Um, No question about it. No questions asked. Those three got to be in there. And I think to back them up, I'm going to put Zach and Patrick Beverly in the backcourt. You know what I mean? Mm. That way I got defense in the the front court, and I got defense in the backcourt, and I have a mixture of scoring in the backcourt. Because Patrick Beverly could score too with the best of them. Yeah, he ain't he no scorer, but you can't leave him wide open. Right, because he will hit a three here and there. Yeah, right. So, and then you know Zach is the sharpshooter. Then you got Derrick Jones Jr. He could block a couple shots. Andre Drummond's a shot blocker. Who who's could block his share of shots? And they're all good rebounders. Right. So <clears throat> you need you need those guys on the floor. You know what I mean? So it was a little alarming to me that Derrick Jones Jr. wasn't on the floor. And Andre Drummond wasn't on the floor against Toronto. Billy Donovan got to get these rotations sharp, man. I'm telling you, the playoffs is right around the corner. 
Yeah, that's his knock, man. He 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 doing with like a Thibodeau, man. It's like he refusing to play play certain guys, and 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 the matchup be off, and we getting getting burned by. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you, you know you. And the crazy part is, is that you go up to small lineups, uh, our guys aren't they aren't scorers. Mm-hmm. Caruso's not really a scorer. He's just all defense. You know, so you got two guys that are not scorers. You know, it's, it's it's not it's not no, no. I heard him. I heard him say like 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 five times in that press conference that after that loss to Toronto, oh, we're too small and that they're bigger than us. Up front. <laughs> okay, that's the reason why you should have played under Drummond and Derrick Jones Jr. Exactly. exactly. You're telling me right there, you know that we small, but you didn't play the right guys. See, I can't give somebody a break on that. Now, if you didn't realize it, I give you a break. But so many times, though, because if it keeps happening, so you should realize after a while. But you mentioned that with small, and you still not using the big man. You even got a two-way player. Don't get me wrong. Don't even don't forget they got a two-way player they got from the Pacers. The dude got at least started. I think he played nineteen, at least nineteen games in the league. You know what I'm saying? And the mm-hmm. dude killed us. Play him. He got he got more experience than Dalen Terry. I mean, see, the thing is with me. Teams should never out-hustle you. Size is one thing. You can't teach size. But at the end of the day, you can't let a team out-hustle you, especially when you got more to play for and you got a personal goal. So, you know, I'm not going to beat the Bulls up too much. They dropped one out of four. But, you know, um, they nearly dropped this one tonight. So I need them to be sharp. I need them to be protecting these leads. I need them to be sending a message. Um you can't let teams feel like they could just come back on you. And this is an MO that has been an MO of the Bulls for some time now. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that has to change as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe a new coach like Ume Yudoka would change that. That, 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 in my dreams, bro. In my dreams, Kataka. Or somebody, they, they, NBA the commissioner just lift whatever beef he got with this guy, but let Mark Jackson get his shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something, you know. So we'll see. I don't think they'll ever let Mark Jackson coach in the league again, bro. I forget what did he do. They fired him over some religious reasons and stuff like that. He was like not making some of the practices, and for the most part, all I know is they fired him for religious reasons, and I just think it was wrong to fire him for that. Wow. I got it. Now you're going to make me want to go back and read more up, more up on it because this happened like years ago. But I remember vaguely it was something of do, to do with his religion or something like that. Which is uh, unethical, but okay. Yep. <laughs> but in San Francisco, what is ethical? Right. You know, you're talking about a satanic state right there in California. Right. Where everything goes. Right. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, that's the Bulls win tonight. Um, they take care of business. Um, we're gonna come back and uh, wrap up the show right after this. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard and followed on all social media platforms. Follow us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, and Spotify. Um...
for the final word. Growth and focus. There is no focus without growth. For the Bulls, they must focus. Focus on making the playoffs. Consistency. One in three out of the last four. With Patrick Beverly, the Bulls have found new life. New life to take on greater pastures. And when new life comes, new responsibilities. Change. Change is inevitable with growth. But once again, that all starts with focus. Can the Bulls focus? Can they change old habits to see that their goal is met? Can they change old habits to grow closer and closer towards those goals? 18 games left, only time will tell. Zach Levine, tonight showed that he's grown. But will that be every night? Or was that just tonight? This is a starting point for Zach Levine to focus on the player that he knows that he can be. Leaving the past behind him and moving forward. For the Bulls, they must do what Zach Levine did tonight. Find their start point and focus until they complete the goal. And when they complete the goal, that's when growth has been met. All right, Kataka, we're at the end of the show. A big win, man. I get to go to my bed tonight with a Bulls victory. Yes. Which is better than a loss. <laughs> right, exactly. No more crying. Crying yourself to sleep. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you what, man. I'm going to shed more tears for Zach Levine, man. Listen, if he's able to continue playing like this, this is the Zach Levine I've been waiting for, Kataka. This is the Zach Levine that is going to lead the Bulls to the promised land. This is the Zach Levine that I thought all along was the franchise player, the centerpiece. This is the Zach Levine that passed Derrick Rose and Chicago Bulls scored. Yes, and as long as we got a uh, pass first point guard, a true point guard to keep Zach from handling the ball all the time, and just spot up a shoot or occasionally drive, we good. Mm-hmm. You're gonna keep you're gonna keep seeing that same Zach Levine. All right, Bulls fans, please like and subscribe. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, please support us. We're still a growing channel. Um, yes, to the sir. people that did subscribe and support us, we had one more subscriber in, since our last show. Thank that you. subscriber, thank you very much. Yes, thank you from from the Bulls Guys podcast. We're gonna continue trying to bring you great content as only we know how. And um. Follow us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram. You know, we're on them all. All right, that's it. Kazaka, um, good night, Chicago. Thank you for joining us tonight. Good night. Go Bulls. Go Bulls.